normally the first voice you hear on Coach Foster TV's very first podcast on Anchor FM, uh, on the new podcast, Cult of Personality. Uh, is now under the Frank Foster TV's podcast network, The Voice and the Voices. <coughs> pardon me, pardon me. Too many members trying to talk uh, I we normally have the uh, song by Living Color, uh, voice Living Color, introducing voice to voices with the cult personality song. And when we switched to Anchor FM, it turned out that they uh, follow copyright rules more, more closely than our previous network. So, uh, it, it, it needed to give me this podcast. And as I promised that, Frank, that we would play the personality song for this podcast. This is the best I can probably do. So do bear with me. This is a, and if you are well appearing, I apologize. All right, here we go. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cult of personality. I know your anger, I know your dreams. I do everything you want to be under cult of personality. Light recently and candy under cult of personality. The cult of personality. The cult of personality. Who's gonna Beyond lights, a Nobel Prize. Then I'm here speaks the reflection lies. You don't have to follow me, only you can set me free. I'll set all the things you need to be. I'm the sign face on your TV. I'm the cult of personality. I exploit you still, you do love me. I tell you one, and one makes three. I'm the cult of personality. Like Joseph Stalin and Gandhi, I'm the cult of personality. The cult of personality. The cult of personality. Beyond lights, a Nobel Prize. A leader speaks, that leader dies. You don't have to follow me, only you can set me free. You gave me fortune, you gave me fame, you gave me power. In your own God's name, I'm every person you need to be. Okay, I'm the cult of personality. I'm the cult of, 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 I'm the cult of personality. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here is Frank Foster Jr. And during the few moments that we have Super Show on our brand new home on Anchor FM and the new Voice the Voiceless Podcast Network. My name is Frank Foster Jr., the ex-host of the Voice of the Voiceless podcast, which has now turned into the network. I also ho- now host the new podcast show called The Cult of Personality, which will cover political topics, conspiracy theories, and opinions on current world events. Another show on our network is the Liberal Power Bar Hour, hosted by Ken Woodward. Say hi, everyone, to Ken. <laughs> Say hi. Hi, Ken. Cut one. Oh, um. Hi, Ken. <laughs> I was like, okay, who's I can, everyone? I can, if you say hi to Ken, that's me. I can re- I'll, re- 
I can restart, or do you want me to just start at a spot? What you need spot? to do is go a little slower, Frank, and just relax. Go a little slower is being upbeat. And take two. Take two. Bye. Hold on. I'm going to light this cigarette. Well, we have a bloopers reel started for our new... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everyone. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> All right. Five, four, three. Welcome, everyone, to our super show on our brand new home on Anchor FM. And our new network of podcasts, the Voice of the Voiceless Podcast Network. My name is Frank Foster, Jr., the ex-host of the Voice of the Voiceless Podcast, which has now turned into our network. I also now host the Cult of Personality Podcast, which will cover political topics, conspiracy theories, and opinions on current world events. Another show on our network is the Liberal Power Bar Hour, hosted by Ken Woodward. Say hi, Ken. Hello, everyone. Now, Ken, tell us a little bit about what we can expect from your podcast, The Liberal Power Bar Hour. Well, as her name, Liberal, you're going to expect a very uh, democratic democratic version of events, but uh, I try to be uh, equal to both sides, but it's going to be basically on the biggest current political events of the day. Okay, so are we expecting just your opinions on different things then? Oh, yes, this is an opinionated show, but I will have guests on. I can think of one I might have on every once in a while, um, but there will be several others, and I, I have other people lined up who want to be on uh, who are, unfortunate if time allows. But for the most part, I'll try right. to have guests, but I'll try to be also, when I don't have guests, to just be me. But I'll, I promise to be entertaining and, and not to bore you to death. How's that? All right, that sounds good. Well, and we have another podcaster here with us tonight on our super show to launch help us launch our new voice of the voiceless network and it is miss heather chase who hosts the untriggered american which is in the voice of the voiceless network with frank foster jr heather say hi to everyone hi everyone (laughs) tell us a little bit about your podcasts and what Um, what we and what we can expect yeah so i i guess my podcast is, I guess, directed at um, politics as well, uh, maybe um, more of the cultural side of politics and society as a whole. Um, I try to take a more laid-back approach than what might be apparent here on our uh, shared podcast, but uh, overall it's just sort of a intended to be a you know chill look at uh, the big picture of things. All right, sounds good. Sounds like a very interesting show that everyone should tune into. And everyone should go to the Voice of the Voiceless podcast and listen to the Cult of Personality podcast, the Liberal Power Bar Hour, and the Untriggered American podcast. Get us some likes. Now, fun fact for the day. We don't know if it's because Donald Trump isn't a part of it or not anymore, but this year's Miss USA pageant, they didn't hit they took away the swimsuit competition, and guess what happened, guys? The viewership went down to the lowest ever. Now, there could be two things. There could be other reasons why this is has happened. Uh, in TV in general, everything's down. Ratings for everything is down because there are so many more platforms to get your television needs. So... Numbers are skewed a little bit, but still, this is the lowest ever. So what do you think happened there, Ken? 
Um, I think that you, you made a very good point that television is not like it used to be even 10 years ago. Um, you, you don't have people watching these shows anymore unless they right. feel, feel uh, you used to have ABC, NBC, and CBS, and that was it. And when that right. was it, the American pageant was a big freaking deal. Right. The Emmys were a big freaking deal. The Academy Awards were a big freaking deal. But now, right. you know, if, now if, they're just events. Now you just click on your, your, your computer and you, you skim through what you want to watch. Exactly. Or you can DVR it and watch it at a whole another time. And unfortunately for these TV companies, when you DVR something, it doesn't exactly show up as a, lot, a person viewing the show. No. So... Because you're not actually watching the show, you're you're recording it, and I don't know. It's, I don't know how that stuff well, works. I, I it, doesn't, it doesn't get counted into one the of the uh, factor. The few people yeah, when you say Nelson, that's interesting because I was actually picked as a Nelson household. Were you? I got, I, I got the too. envelope and filled out the little chart and got the dollar bill. Um, did you did you do the thing for the radio? No, I, I didn't do the thing for the radio. I just filled out. The I, I did the one for the radio. I've done one for magazines, and they said I could expect a future TV deal. One I got two bucks out of the whole deal. What I was trying to wonder was how many people are getting two dollars just to get something in the mail and, and check a few boxes. I mean, you think they that's that all on, you got online? No, that's all. I, I ended got. up getting. I ended up getting two hundred and fifty dollars from them. Okay, how, I, how? I had to do. I had to do a month-long survey of oh, yeah, you had radio. That little, that little pamphlet where every day you check down what you watched on TV. You well, no, the, it was on the radio. Oh, the radio. What I listened to on the radio. Mm. They actually are offering to make us a Nielsen family where we get the box put on our television, and that pays a lot. That pays them a thousand. Like, seriously, that's something like the thousands. Well, I got the pamphlet that sat there and said, check down what you watch every day and turn it back in. I'm like... I was I was very interested in the first couple of days, and I like you know I can't do this. <laughs> watch enough TV for you people to give a fuck what I'm watching. So basically, that was a fun fact of the day, and but and we really didn't like go over, said, over the swimsuit like competition. Said, we didn't really go over why that's not popular anymore, and I think there's a big reason why that's not popular anymore, Frank. Well, they t- well them taking the swimsuit suit competition out of it. Of course, that's going to bring down the viewership. That's what most males watched it. I mean, and they're going for the demographic of 15 to probably 40, 45, right in that area, age demographic of young males. Oh, I really bet you even higher numbers of age. You're probably you're probably right, but I'm just saying I'm just trying to give a demographic of what the what the television producers are looking at. Like like I said, they're looking at like 15 to 25. Do you think it was right for them to do that? For them to end the swimsuit competition? Yeah. No. Why would it? Why Why shouldn't they? Why, why go against tradition? Heather, anything on that? <laughs> no, seriously. These women are have gone their whole lives. They're obviously gorgeous. They've, they, they've all done these pageants. It's not like the Miss USA pageants, their first or first one. They've gone through many pageants their entire life. This is what they do. So... Why not let them show all all the skills that they've learned? They they got that body for a reason. Let them show it off. Well, I I think there is still a swimsuit competition in the Miss Universe pageant, but they have a, a like a night uh, I want to say nightgown, a evening gown. 
competitions still? And they do a talent. Yeah. Do they do a talent? Yeah. Show. So yeah. See, I don't understand why you had a talent show. Comp- <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. Was the swimsuit portion necessary? I think that's the question. Was it? Did it really help the judges determine? You know, which which contestant, which competitor from various. Absolutely, absolutely is necessary because if you got a dress on, you can hide a lot of stuff. When you got a bathing, when you got a bikini on, you can't hide anything. So you got to be Miss USA. You're supposed to be the perfect woman, basically. That's what they want you to get out of the Miss USA pageant. Is that this is America's top woman? Well, that be looks, charms, intelligence. Exactly, exactly. So the swimsuit part is a part of the looks. And so, yeah, I, it has to be included. And this, uh, the winner this year, by the way, was Miss Nebraska, Rose Summers. Sarah Rose Summers. Congratulations, Sarah Rose Summers. I'm winning from Miss USA from the Cornhusker State. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, one thing I do want to get out of the way, and I'm sure both of you agree, everyone in the Carolinas, I hope you are doing well and safe with Hurricane Florence coming through. Luckily, my little sister, who lives in North Carolina in Point Pleasant, she just got, I I don't know how she got missed. The hurricane just happened to take that left turn, and she only got hit by the outer bands of the rain. But when you're talking about other places, we got mass floodings, and there's been, God, I think there's been over 20 deaths now. Accounted for. Well, so this has, uh, has been a horrible, horrible uh, event. It has. It's devastating, yeah. and that's I, as much shit as we give Trump on all our shows, and we've given Trumps a lot of shit. We do got to give him a little bit of credit here. He, before the the hurricane even landed, he gave authorized. Plus, yeah. He he authorized thirty billion dollars for aid to go to the Carolinas to help with the hurricane. I got to give Trump credit for that because Bush, Bush's people waited two weeks after Katrina before they went and helped them people. And then when Hurricane, um, which was it, what was it during Obama's term? I, I'm sorry, I get to that. I, I know there was at least a couple of his term, at least a couple was, of eight years, so yeah. He had, the, he had the two that happened back to back then, either the one in Texas and the one in Louisiana again. A bigger situation with the uh, tornadoes in Oklahoma, but. Um. Well, he did, and okay, well, we'll use that as an example because I think that's actually where, when the um, ex FEMA director that was under George W. Bush came out and said that Barack Obama was did a bad job because he sent supplies out too fast. <laughs> it's like. Wait a minute. You want to get the supplies out as fast as possible. That's that's one thing to help divert even more disaster and to save lives. Yeah, but and and that's one thing you got to give Trump credit okay. for. Is he's already I, I, I'll give him that much credit, but for. I think it saddens me that it became politicized because about what happened in Puerto Rico. It became politicized before he even hit the shore about what happened in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico should what's, never been mentioned. It was, what's sad is. That's a, and now, see, I'm taking a hit at Trump because it's hard, but I don't think that Donald Trump realizes that Puerto Rico is the U.S. territory. I think he does. The empathy level, though, was different for Puerto Rico than for North Carolina, obviously. Uh, I No, I just, I honestly think that he 
doesn't think that it's a U.S. territory. I don't. I think that. I don't know. The thing, like I said, the thing that saddens me, sickens me a little bit, is how it became politicized. How you could talk about another hurricane that hit a country, and while another hurricane's bearing down on another country, uh, you don't need to go there at, at that point. That's a bad time to talk about it. You want to talk about it afterwards, fine, but you don't talk about it beforehand. You don't dispute death tolls. You don't dispute uh, your your reaction and, and famous, famous what people did. You wait until after. It, people uh, are, are in a hurricane's path. They don't want to hear about a hurricane that hit last year. Right. Um, you right. don't want to hear about disputes over the death tolls and how, how, that, how the research is done and politicize it by saying that Democrats are just trying to make it look bad. That's just not tactful. Which shouldn't surprise us with Donald Trump. Well, but it is uh, it is kind of a way of the Democrats making Donald Trump look bad because you just said it, it yourself. It was independent this. research. It was independent you, analysis. You just said it yourself that we should not be talking about a hurricane over it a year ago. It was Democrats. And it was Donald are, Trump talking about because it. Because the Democrats. No, Donald Trump talked about it after independent, yeah, after independent analysis came out. It. After an independent analysis came out with a death toll, he didn't agree with, and then said the okay. Democrats were doing it just to make me look bad. That is, it's no, it shows to how this man has no empathy for anything. If you don't think that the Democrats didn't, aren't the ones who got that study put out, they didn't. Crazy. It's independent, partisan, bipartisan, party, bipartisan, independent. The group even said we're independent. We're not, we're not partisan. We're independent. We're there's lots of places. There's lots of things that say they're independent and they're controlled by the parties. Is this so. a great comfort to you? Are hurricanes bearing down in your town to have the president of the United States arguing with another party about the death toll from a previous hurricane a year ago? Does that, that say something about really the character of the event? It really doesn't matter because he's already taken care. He's already gotten the precautions in place for the Carolinas, so he's taking care well, of us. Yeah, you learned. He will refuse we, to say this, but he learned from past this, mistakes. He learned from past this, mistakes. Yeah. Let's get off this subject because he's done the right thing. We gotta pray for the people in the Carolinas Obviously, who have yes, been affected, and they're still being affected very badly by Hurricane I, I Florence. Greatly, I greatly appreciate President Trump finally listening to his advisors. Thank you. We're done. Hey guys, I want to go back to the pageant thing really quick and just clarify something because I think I gave you that information about the pageant. We said. Uh, did we say Miss America or Miss USA? Miss USA. The Miss America so, pageant, right, was the one without swimsuit. Exactly. I wanted to clarify that. So Miss, Miss America Universe pageant has done away with the swimsuit competition. Okay, Miss, USA, Miss, right, USA. Miss USA, who is from Nebraska, that pageant had swimsuit competition. Um, Miss USA is the pageant that's part of the miss universe organization that trump used to own and he apparently sold back in 2015 so miss america which no longer has a swimsuit competition was never owned by trump that that board of directors decided this year to um have one eliminate the oh, eliminate the swimsuit competition so okay all right folks no no, no so, that's what i'm saying so i wanted to clarify that so the all right list, folks so we just had heather clarify our fun fact of the day which was wrong <laughs> well i do i well, I'm, I'm not sure if we just mixed it up and i just want to that's make that okay that's all right yeah we miss just USA, mixed it up. miss america that's okay. there's the enough, miss there's usa winner the miss usa winner goes on to miss universe pageant miss america 
that it's that pageant America, winner right? is Miss America, right? Yeah, and that pageant, the Miss America pageant, has eliminated the swimsuit competition. So there's, but that one doesn't have anything to do with Trump. And I think we were trying to make that connection there. But it might, you know, my opinion is it might just be that it's on cable. You know, if it's not being watched. Well, and and that's and and well, well, like I was saying, there's so many ways for you to watch everything on TV now that there the numbers are down across the board. I mean, the Super Bowl numbers are down even, and that's the biggest watched event every year on television. So, well, it won't matter anyway if Donald Trump's uh, has, has or has not a swimsuit competition. He can be a judge and get in there and give you give you his own. Opinions of their women in underwear. <laughs> well, I, think, I think what he, I was saying was he, that he, he sold that. He, he sold that organization back he, in 2015. So. He's a judge like anyway, I, so he'll like get in there. I, th- I thought it was funny when they were giving Trump shit about talking to talking down to the some of the girls from his competitions about being a little, little bit overweight and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> like you think what Trump says is bad, bad to them? Imagine the people that are getting them ready say to them no. those girls go through some shit donald trump's words probably didn't even hurt them they've there's uh, i just don't understand how parents could put their children through that because most of these girls they they start out at a young age and oh those are the girls the worst for the girls are like five six years old oh i i'm i was so happy when they finally took that show off tv i can't remember what it was called but it was fucking ridiculous and it kind of showed the pedophile nature of Hollywood that they put shows like moms, that on TV. I don't even think Dance Mom should have ever been on the air. It was <laughs> I agree with I agree I agree with that. And see what Dance happened to Mom her? Finished. She went to jail for tax evasion. So. Some see, and that's that's the thing. Low people of, involved in those of any you can get away with anything in this country outside of fucking with money. Which leads you us fuck to with, yeah. you fuck with money, you go to jail. Let's talk about and money. Can we? we that's a perfect leeway as a man of Money. I was just going to say, and now we're going to talk about Mr. Paul Manafort going to jail. And Heather, she, we, all right. First off, so Paul Manafort. Manafort. Yeah, we're, I'll, I'll give a little intro here about you know Paul Manafort. Everyone knows Trump's ex campaign manager is now going to jail. He's in jail. Or yeah, is in jail. Sorry, sorry. for eight felony counts, but he had ten mistrial charges. So he's eight of eighteen. So, <laughs> but Heather's in the first here to, Heather's here to. I actually don't think they're gonna go after him any further. But oh, Heather's here to let trial. us know about I'll, the eight counts I'll, that I'll he's be, being Heather, charged. You fill us on the first trial. I'll fill us on the second trial. I've got the yeah, right, because he does have – so even though the mistrial, the counts that he was not convicted of that resulted in a mistrial, the deadline for those has passed, but there's a new trial with completely new charges that he still has to face. So the – Well, that's the, campaign, counts, that's the campaign one, right? That's the one that has to do with um, – the legal people to board. The communications with Russia, correct. An unrushed board. So yeah. that has yet to be. It actually um, has. You guys haven't watched the news lately. He pled guilty. 
Oh, is that what he pled guilty to? I was going to say, I've seen he pled guilty. I just didn't see it. It was on Rachel Maddow's show. The defense, the prosecuting attorney had to read out all the counts, which is an 18-page long, detailed account of everything he pled guilty to. And he had to say, I did it to every single one of those counts, and he's pled guilty. He is, yeah, he's, that's a done deal. He's definitely going to cut a deal. He's definitely going to cut a deal. The only reason you would skip to the end like that, I think, is if you have already, you know, discussed the fact with your attorneys and they said, you know what, it ain't worth it. He thought he was going to get off on these other counts and he didn't. So I think that uh, adding these, you know, adding any charges to what he's already been convicted of would, would just be too great a risk. I, I would think he's definitely going to cut a deal then. Now, okay. Oh, yeah. Now, there has been some Democrats that are saying that. Manafort's gonna possibly flip on Trump. And he has. That he hasn't flipped on Trump yet. I've also ahead of you guys in the news here. Apparently, he is cooperating with the Mueller investigation as part of his plea bargain. As part of his plea bargain, he will remain in jail until the Mueller investigation is satisfied. He is no longer important to the investigation. He will remain in jail until that time. Now, Giuliani, as you know, goes to the the ace card. This has nothing to do with Trump and collusion with the uh, Russians. Everything like, oh, Mueller's got this big thing and he's going to get Trump. He's not going to get Trump. Who's he going after then, Don? Uh, I already told you. I told, like I said, I told you. In Who's the, the big fish? Everyone, everyone around Trump was going to go down, and they all are. Who's the big fish? He's going to indict Putin. What are you talking about? He, he's got. He's taking her out. Everyone around. Why is him. this investigation still going on then? If they got the big fish, right? Who's after Manafort? Who else is going to get? Who's the big fish? Well, I what are they going to get Trump on? I think the investigation, Ken, I think the investigation continues because regardless of whether you can nail the president or not, you've got a lot of unscrupulous characters running around. No, the see, Ken's so it's a, not, Ken's it's a not as though liberal. this is the end all be all. This is not a liberal viewpoint. It is no, a liberal it, viewpoint. You fucking, the, you think that everything is all about Trump. And it's not that, all about it, Trump. Do, you, but if you think Cam, that you, man has scruples, I'd like to see him. No, I know that man has plausible deniability that will get him to the point where he don't get in trouble for any of this shit. So do you think that it's not worth prosecuting any of these individuals if they cannot nail Trump with either That's, charges or... Yeah. Well, here's the, here's, let me finish. Let me finish. Or build a case for impeachment. Do you think that it's absolutely a, a complete waste of time? to prosecute any of these individuals if they cannot reach that final conviction. Or Absolutely impeach. not, but you've already got Manafort's toes in a trap. What do you need more from him? What's he got? I, so you know what? And I'll tell you what I told you before, because it's the depositions and the testimony that come in handy. Just like you said, if, you can, if they don't have enough to be, have a solid rock-hard case yeah. against Trump, they're not, gonna t they're not going to do that. They, didn't, they don't even name him. They give him a pseudonym. Yes, in the filing. They and they, there's a and reason for that, right? But if you're going to build a case against the president, you need to have the solid testimony so, and the evidence to back it up before you even go there. And that's ask, what I said, that yeah. the whole investigation with Manafort and Cohen and all the other people that have worked for him was going to uncover, if not charges against those yes, individuals, it also yes. creates solid evidence. Yes, the FBI does not, not have a 100% conviction rate for nothing. There's a reason why the FBI has a 100% conviction rate. They do the homework. They do the math. They do it right. Now, 
That said, FBI has a hundred percent. They do. They actually do, sir. They have. Mueller has a hundred percent. Okay, Mueller has a hundred percent conviction right now. Well, was he batting right now? You just you just said that the FBI has a hundred percent conviction rate. And there's no reason. No, they don't. What's Mueller batting right now? You're fucking delusional. This is what I'm talking about. You're delusional. That hates Trump. You can't see both sides of the aisle. So all you care about is, oh, they're gonna. Get Trump, they're gonna what is Mueller swung a mist, Frank? What is Mueller swung a mist? What's he missed? Has he missed anything? Every single person he's brought up for uh, charges has eaten Dude, it doesn't even matter. because even they're guilty. They do get tr- Trump's got the power to pardon himself. Trump has the power. Ah, the- uh, that breaks us to Brett Kavanaugh. Nicely. Might be, might be <laughs> falling into the trap of being a little a little petty about what's going on here. I'm not. And because, I hate no, Donald Trump. I mean, on both sides. No, really, the big picture here is not just Trump. No, it's We're, they're, they're looking at this from an, an entire campaign, an entire... We can't have this happen again. See, we can't see, have right. this happen see, again. That's, that's where I get... We can't have this happen and again. And arguments with and Ken we, because... No, if we can't have this ask, happen again. Can we have the Russians... Like it's all about Trump. Can we have the Russians intrude our election again, Frank? Would you be comfortable with that? No, but you know no. what? So you have we, to, you we have can't to act like this the is the first time it's happened. But you have to get to the bottom. If you, if you don't get to the bottom, what's the sense of investigation? Do you think that we can stop them from doing it again? They're in our power grids now, Frank. I, I think at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about it's about eliminating the chance of a reelection here. What what what, what do you need for red flag? What do you need for red flags, Frank? When they they actually have the FBI has proof that they're in our power grids and our president doesn't care. What do you need for proof, Frank? Donald <laughs> Trump doesn't care that the Russians are in our power grids. Does that bother you a little bit? Ken, have I said that I supported the president at all? No, my all question, I answer that, the question. Does that bother you a little bit? A little bit, yeah. But you know what? The Russians have fucking fucked around does with it, our politics for a long time. Does it bother you a little bit Trump. on the national stage across from the president of Russia? He takes Russia's word over our CIA intelligence. Does that bother you just a little bit? Yeah, it does. It should bother you a lot. It doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you. Well, I'm sorry. Because there's, I, there's I care shit about that going shit. on in this, there's <laughs> shit that's going on in the world that's a lot bigger than a little Russian meddling and all this shit. <laughs> a little Russian meddling's okay <laughs> as long as the rest of the world. That's works. all it is. Right, Ro. Okay, okay <laughs> so guys, guys, back up, back up, back up. Okay, because we now have rights. We have we have now the second person in the Trump campaign. Um, part of his what do you call that? entourage or whatnot um cohen who's now also convicted of uh or pled guilty to fraud and financial related crimes well so see and that's now, actually no, a good thing because michael let her make a point let her make a point you said michael cohen was a part of trump's thing michael cohen was the ex-director of the fbi let's get that part clear well, before michael you go. cohen was his in personal the, lawyer in the capa- right in the capacity oh, that he- never mind i'm thinking never mind right. i'm sorry Get your get your uh, get your indicted people right. Come on, right? <laughs> right. Let's, they should make a board game out of this shit. All right, so they should. Here, here's my here's what I'm saying, guys. Let's back up. Let's not argue, okay? Because here here's the thing. In a in an attorney's world, in a prosecution world, they're just stacking up the bricks, right? We don't know really what Mueller's end game is, but by stacking up all these little bricks 
and getting all of this evidence. They're they're essentially creating evidence through these convictions, okay? And we now have two two high profile Trump uh, I don't know what you call employees or whatever who have been charged and convicted and can now be criminally sentenced with um, bank fraud uh, and financial crimes. That's a big deal when you're talking about campaign finance and collusion, right? So it might not be apparent right now what the end game is, but when it will, when it you know kind of rolls around again, and this guy has to put his, you know, the president has to put together another campaign. There's there's definitely going to be a red flag when it comes to his campaign finance, when it comes to his who is going to join that campaign, right? Under that kind of a shadow, like there's going to be a lot of people. Uh, that will trust okay, me. but but would you with the threat of, of prison time? Yeah, with the threat know. of prison time for the kinds of things that Trump asks you to do for his campaign, I would you know, be but a he's willing got participant pe- in that kind of a campaign? Look, he's, st- he's still got Kellyanne Conway in, in his good graces. I, I hope she stays with him. <laughs> I'm just saying, she hey, has I gave, nothing to do I with gave, the finance side. I, I know what she has. Sarah Huckabee. Sarah Huckabee can spin anything at this point. She. She's got Sarah Huckabee she's is got a, a much better politics. I mean, I'm talking. These are the guys behind the scenes that are manipulating the money, and I swear to you, it is the money trail. It's all about money. That is going to nail him, and if it doesn't nail him with impeachment, it will nail him in the reelection campaign. If Mueller can produce evidence that he actually paid to sway the election, now imagine that. Yeah. If he actually paid to manipulate, keep information out of the campaign that would be harmful and add information to the campaign that was false and swayed the campaign. Tell me something. Do you honestly believe the, that Donald Trump's voters give a fuck about any of that? We've had this conversation. I don't think they care. But they're no. also not the they majority. They outnumber us. They do not. <laughs> they Show me the statistic. They do not. The only reason why Hillary Clinton won the popular vote is because there's ten times more people in California than there are in Michigan and Wisconsin. His approval rate is 36%. His disapproval rate is over 55%. Pull up the statistics that tell me that they are the majority. They are not. They never have been. He's losing the states he had. He's losing the states he had footholds in day by day. With scandal by scandal, and at this well, point, and I think, how how are you saying that, Ken? Just you're, the you're the one who's saying Watch that the, the Democrats had. What did the polls tell us? The polls were completely polls are wrong. Saying he's screwed. He's gonna yeah, and the polls also said his that his only option right now the is to tell the truth. Said, the polls also said that Trump was going to lose in the biggest historic loss in the history of yeah. the president. The past. Put it away. It's the past, but it was well, a shocker. We can't this is still shock you a little bit. How could that have happened? Well, guess what? The FBI is trying to piece together how that happened. Give them time. I think that it's kind of, this is the whole point, right? Because it's not just about Trump. Like you said, it's not just about Trump. No, it could if happen again. Can, if you can dismantle and darken his entire campaign, his administration finance, okay, the GOP is forced to make a very crucial decision. Put Trump up for re-election. Oh, that's they're, they or will find not. someone else. They won't and find. Someone I hope else. to God they find someone else. Here's the scary part, though, with that. They the won't. Russians, they're afraid the of Russians Trump. are interfering. Race to speak right now in the midterms. 
Who's to say they're not going to interfere in the 2020 election if we don't stop them? They'll find another another celebrity nutcase to put up there, and they'll find a way to get them elected. It, It worked once. Shame on shame on us. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if we get a fucking President Kanye West in the future. He's already expressed feelings that he wants to go, and he's a Trump supporter. I'm still I'm still writing letters to Tom Hanks. Please, Tom. Please, Tom. I swear to God, you'd win. You'd win. You'd beat this moron, and you didn't have to show up. Just just be Tom Hanks. I would love that. I think that's great. Tom Hanks. (laughs) Or Willie Nelson even. You can find so many people who can beat Trump in an election. It's not even funny. It's like, but you can't. I love John Oliver had that little had a little segue where it says, "Are you smarter than Trump?" Like a you show say, where everybody you would say win. That, you say that that the, there's no statistics out there that prove that they're they outnumber us. Well, all that I got to do is look at the election statistics that showed that all these people that didn't want to admit that they're Trump voters went out and voted for the man, and they're going to do the exact same thing again. You have to keep in mind that in the the general election, he was the only candidate as a Republican candidate, and most people didn't go out and vote in the primary and vote for for someone. They voted for this, this guy. Because they didn't want to vote for the Democratic guy, and everybody was scaring each other that, well, if you don't vote for him, right, if you don't vote, right, so keep keep in mind that in the general election, when you show up to vote for president, you vote party line, period, and he was the only one on the ballot, okay, Um, so you can't tell me, so you cannot, right, so you cannot tell me that just because people, you cannot tell me because people voted party lines, as Republicans, that they were 100% in support of Trump and that they're considered Trump supporters. They are not. They are um, not Trump they're gonna, supporters. They're going to vote for him again. In 2020 will be the if, first time. Have you ever ta- have you if they to put him people? up for re-election, he's the only candidate that they can vote for. I guarantee he'll be up for re-election. He's already got his re-election shit going out. Instead of MAGA, make America great again, his new slogans, keep America great. That's fine, but will will the Republican convention put him up for re-election? That's the question. Of course, they have to. <laughs> there's, have no to. One, there's no, there's no one they can put up against them. Normally a bit of formality, but um, it's not a given. It really is something you actually have to get earned. Who are they going to put up against them? He's going to destroy anybody they put up against them. That's not, why no one not, them. He destroys them first. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, if they you, lose you, the midterms. We, just, we watched them destroy 16 There's only fucking, one thing Republicans care about. people running for power. the Republican Party. Candidacy. If they see their we party losing power, bullshit. You don't think he's going to do it again? This guy, is, he's been in the back pockets of politicians his whole life. He knows how that world works. That's why he's able to call all these motherfuckers out. There's not a fucking clean person in the party that can say that they don't fucking haven't ever taken money from special special interest groups, and that's what fucking fucks them all. What? That's going to be part of Obama stuff also. The tax bubble. We can call this one the tax bubble because it will be. There's a. There's a bit, yeah. It's there's, it's just when you give too much. people money who do anything but keep it, and expect it to help the economy. This is the thing about greed, as we discussed earlier, way long ago. What is? I think greed should be labeled as a disease, like alcoholism and addiction to narcotics and, and cigarettes. <laughs> greed. When you see the people who are wealthy in this country wanting more, 
even though they have three or four houses and six or seven cars and they have millions and millions oh, of dollars. Oh, you got these account. billionaires that want – I mean, Jesus, we, got the first tri- we just got the first trillionaire in the world in Jeff Bezos for Amazon. I mean, these okay, guys, so- they just want more and more. Yeah, yeah. And- they don't worry about the end game because they don't look at the end game. They don't give a fuck about their – they don't give a care about their kids. They know the end game. I'm going to be wealthy. That's now, see, when it co- my one thing about global warming is just the one that thing. there's only one thing about it is that it's a naturally <laughs> occurring thing that happens on the itself? earth. It's the combination it's, of man-made and nature. But it's a yeah. natural, it's a man-made. natural, it's a natural function of the earth that happens all the time in the earth. Yeah, the earth gets pissed off every once in a while and shakes off what it don't like anymore. Stop it. I already know where this is going. No. Conspiracy theory what? Now, now, I'm not saying that the generation before us didn't destroy our atmosphere and (laughs) cause global warming to happen even faster. I blame McDonald's for the styrofoam (laughs) containers. But I am not saying that. You sound like the EPA right now. (laughs) Stop it. No, we gotta talk slower and in in more precise terms. Okay, hey, I just 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 say that the last generation screwed us and made a and fucked up our ozone. But but global warming was gonna happen regardless. (laughs) Yeah. You just had to go there, right, Frank? It's It's kinda like the guy it's kinda like a guy who smokes Six packs a day and says, I've already did anyway. It's not going to change anything. No, no, it's it's a natural cycle of the earth that's happened many times. Go back on your geological history and you'll see it. It's just dinosaurs. Dinosaurs literally like like crazy, man. Those guys were sitting around there throwing cups around. A volcano sits there and lays dormant for years and hundreds of thousands of years and then one day out of nowhere it just boom blows up. Well, that's not the Grand Canyon or the, uh, Speaking of volcanoes, did you guys know, did you guys know that there, I wish I had the article pulled up right now. There's actually a, a policy discussion about uh, shooting chemicals that would simulate a volcanic eruption into the air in order to, um, I guess the, the effect would be to delay global warming. But they don't. They don't actually know the effect of that because obviously no one's ever done that before. That's that's the solution. That's what they've come up with. Wait, wait a minute. Say that again. Say I'm that. not. I am not shitting you. Okay. Let, how about this? Let me let me Google it. Get you some words that actually matter. Do me a favor, you guys. I swear to God, I have said this before. Look up John Delaney. He's the Democrat from Maryland that's running. That's already announced that he. Thank you very much. He's already announced that he's running for president. He's extremely progressive, and not in like a liberal way. He he's very business minded, very tech minded, but very he almost is like the perfect conservative meets liberal. And I just I haven't seen the fanfare yet, but I wish we had candidates like this to choose from. It's nice, but they don't ever get through because they don't have the power to get to where they need to be. Because we never support them. Well, because we think they won't win. Well, see, see, that's the problem. Is it's not the fact that we don't support them. It's the fact that the people with that the really control shit are the yeah. ones that give us the people that we get a chance to vote for. The Rothschilds and all that. 
Well, I'm telling you right now, he's the only Democrat that's actually announced running as of today. And it's all there. I mean, he, he's grown up blue collar, but he understands the importance of tech. He started some defense artificial intelligence committee. And, and you know, it's going to be sad. He's, he's going to be one of those guys like we had in stop. the past presidential race just, that they had to have a separate little secondary to camp with um, town hall speech and stuff because they weren't worthy enough to be on stage with Trump and the rest of them. You remember when that happened? I don't like your pessimism anymore. You want to hear pessimism? I know Frank can agree with me on this. We're only given the illusion that our vote counts. We're only given the illusion that what we do is the world counts. We're given the opportunity to believe that we actually earn our own money. No, see, our vote vote counts only because they they are the ones who give us the people that we can vote for. Because they don't care which one wins. As long as one wins, and we as vote for them, us. and we, yeah. as long as they vote, the people vote for the person in power. We think that we have control and that we put that person there when it's the people with the money, like the Rothschilds, oh, yeah, Rothschilds, not just who hand yeah. who handpicked these people for long fucking times, like just like I was talking about. They're talking about Hillary running in two thousand eight, and then out of nowhere, this guy Barack Obama came along and. They they thought, hey, you know what? We can make the first black president that actually will bow down to us and do what we say and is actually white enough to get by and make our country look respectable. Well, what's even scarier to me, Frank, is I think this thing's not just focused on the United States. This is international. This is global. It is international. It's a global thing. But the United because States. When you think about it, Bernie Sanders would be the biggest enemy, enemy enemy to any of this, and you saw how they took him down. Yeah. And they so took do, you th- do you guys think that maybe we don't support these kind of candidates because we're afraid to, like, maybe lose our arguments? Like, what if we found it's not if we so find the perfect that. candidate and we don't support them because then it wouldn't give us anything to argue about? Well, see, there's, there's a little thing in politics called money that outrules everything. It doesn't matter how good of a candidate you are. If you don't have any money, you're not going to go anywhere. He has money. Well, yeah, but know, not the money know. that... That would be Bill Gates' money, he, otherwise he's it, not going to be yeah, like, in any conversation. He's one of the top 50 of the world's greatest leaders named by Fortune magazine. And the only member of the House of Representatives to oh, make that, that list. Oh, that could come back to haunt him right now because we're, not, we're dealing with one rich asshole right now in charge. I'm See what sure. I mean? See what I mean? Everyone. We have to find something to pick at. Everyone. And it's we can't find someone Okay, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't say Trump's as much as an asshole is rich, but I'll, I'll pick one of the other if you want me to. No, but you look at this guy's background. You look at where he comes from. You look at what he supported, how he made his money, what he well, supports now, what side, he's doing in Congress. Now, see, when I say his money, family, I'm not I talking mean, about the money that he has. It won't matter. I'm talking about the money that ideas, really yes. matters. About the people that really matter. I mean, like, Obama... We're going to get into some... Well, we already got into it. I don't want to get into the fact that you have to be... Obviously, you have to be wealthy or have wealthy connections to be elected. But, yeah, Obama. Obama is the new kid on the block that made it into the White House. So what? And he had nothing on his record to look at except people wanted to make a thing out of his birth certificate. 
I mean, well, that good was just Lord. Donald Trump. That was just Donald Trump trying exactly. to find everything. That was Donald Trump at the time trying to stay relevant. So in the someone, world. so someone. Well, there were other bad decisions he made this presidency. He wasn't perfect. I mean, he did do. Some I'm not things. saying he was perfect, and I think that he. Bent Afghanistan for one word, but uh, I mean, not everything no, he did was perfect. He compromised. Yeah, he compromised, but but I I guess I'm like so. <laughs> This is not the third. I think it's the fourth time that I've thrown out this guy's name to yeah, you guys well. because you're so concerned about Trump's re-election. Uh, give me a website. You, I'll check it you've out. Got a guy, you've got already a guy who's announced his candidacy. I've never seen it on the news, ever. Well, okay? you know why? He gets because no he don't coverage. Because mo- he doesn't have he the money no of the coverage. elite. But, he doesn't have the money of the elite. Okay. But are what we you still, see on the news is what they want us to see. Real- you know that, don't you? I'm, I'm asking you, Frank, are we really still relying on the news to tell us who to vote for? We should. We're supposed Obviously. to be doing this grassroots well, it, now, it, right? Okay. okay. We have the, we, we it, have it the capabilities on what you can, It depends media. on what you consider news. Are you considering news just what you read in the newspaper and read actually watch on the news? Or are you considering news everything that is on your phone as well? I'm considering the fact that Bernie got no press either. Oh. And Bernie lost. And he was story and he lost because it was stolen don't even start exactly point, it got stolen the by the elite who said bernie is coming up and they didn't expect that and they said we gotta squash this shit and the dnc went over and said bernie you're done this is hillary's job this is who the elite want they want donald trump versus hillary they don't give a fuck who wins because either way their they, yeah, they took through. the tag of socialist and just put tattooed it on his head. They made they they, they, they tried to that. They tried that. to make Bernie look like a fucking Nazi and he's a Jew. Yeah. I don't I mean, know what you guys are talking about. He won he won the vote he needed to win. He won the college and it was stolen. It was literally stolen from him. Exactly. Exactly what I just everything right. Exactly what I just said, though, is that the the fucking people in charge came to the DNC and said, because they got scared of Bernie. Bernie was the first person in a long time to actually scare them because he had the support. And I honestly believe if the DNC would have gave their support to Bernie, Bernie would have won. But the DNC if, is if, ruled if, by the elite, and the yeah. elite got afraid of Bernie because they knew Bernie wasn't somebody that they could control. Yeah, just like this, could have just like them, this guy that you're, just like this guy that you're bringing up to us, he's probably another one that the elite won't be able to control, which is going to be his demise. You got to be, you got to be willing to. The Democrats be have control, to be controlled it's, by. It's only people. his demise if no one votes for him in the primary, and only people don't vote for him in the primary only if they decide that we should just not fight anymore. We well, should just well, give up. That, that, that ship has sailed, Heather. That but ship has sailed. But if any, I'm yeah, sorry. If, I mean, this is all anything, I'm hearing from you. No, it's like, oh, anything, well, let's just quit and get. No, no that's not, not the problem. The problem is we don't play. We parties play by different rules now. And the parties playing by the, the dirty role is going to win because they keep playing by the dirty role, while our party, the Democratic Party that I support, doesn't. 
We try to play the, yes, the higher do. road. We take the high road. We take the high road to everything. That's not true. And we get That's our butts kicked all the time taking the high road. <laughs> That's not true. The Democrats so are thank just you. as dirty. Thank the you, Feinstein. Just as dirty. Thank you, Feinstein, for finally of, playing I've dirty. I've been a part of both parties. <laughs> I, they are both fucking snakes in the grass. They finally are. They are, but no, Democrats are kind of a whiny little bitches. Democrats are whiny little bitches. All right. They try to take I the just want. I just want to elevate. Okay. Like, okay it's the up primary to me. Goal. I want to elevate as many decent candidates as possible. I do. I that's a one, that'd be a wonderful democracy. I, that we because I, you no, wanna, I'm you, not talking about them winning. I still believe, even if they don't win, that if we put forward a comparison, like if you if you make this comparison so obvious it's hard to deny, that there's this choice between these 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 maybe not perfect, but incredibly moderate, middle of the road. They, we can unite the country with these candidates. Yeah. They're they're progressive. They're into business, but they're still you know still have values. But the, you know what I'm saying? Like if we know these people See, exist, but, Heather, are willing you're, you're to take a, a job, you're and we elevate cre- them, you're getting a little. Them, you're going down no, a little dark if, road. If you want to make democracy going, work, if you truly want to make democracy them, work, give them a voice. Give them a voice. Support them to give them a voice, so people know they don't have to choose the crap. Okay. At the end right, of the day, well, that's probably I like I like that point. I think right, the point you're making is valid. You're going down. You're going down a very dark road no, here. She's not. That's she's exa- making a very you, ju- you just literally just explained exactly how Hitler and the Nazis came into power. No. Hitler didn't get voted into power. Hitler got a vast majority of the vote, and the Nazi party became the top party. It basically what was are like... What talking about? They made I, a coup. They this didn't make a coup. Oh I know. I, they you, did not make a this coup. This guy is not... I'm not Hitler talking about putting this chan- guy in power. I'm saying... President Hindenburg give, made Hitler chancellor. Why are you giving up on a candidate that you like... And saying, All that oh, I'm well, is I because he can't win. That's why he doesn't want him because he can't win. And even that, like even just now, it's just like immediately the reaction is brush it off, brush it off the shoulder. Like we've like no, I was just trying to bring up you're what you're even just you're even gonna just dismiss even like a remote possibility. Now the, now the reason he won't the reason he won't win is because you're right he doesn't get the attention he deserves. That's why you want to make democracy well, work. There's only one way to make democracy work. They get the attention. No, the only way voting for people who make we sense. make democracy work is get rid of both parties. Exactly. We need to start a new party that no, no parties. Pol- Politicians. We need to start this a new party say, that brings about. But if there was going to be a progressive candidate. This guy fits the bill. He might be labeled a Democrat, but he's got all of the... That's the problem, the labels, Democrat, Republican, conservative, progressive. Well, let's face facts. And what's Republicans... don't have a united party or the financial backing in the presidency. Why is Trump president? Because everybody, all that face walked into that booth and said, blue, 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 blue. He's not going to... I'm sorry, red, red, red. I'm sorry, red, 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 red. He's not going to get the DNC's vote. I'm sorry. Red. He's not going to get the DNC vote. 
used to be blue. And I'm sorry. I if he decides to run, he's going to lose all his money because he's going to be running against money that he can't even imagine. That's why Bernie didn't win. You've got you people who walk it. into a booth and they see. Bernie had a, it, Bernie had the perfect check the, to check go the to right side or thing. check the left side. That's what she Bernie did. could have went, had, had the best chance of anybody to go to a third party candidacy and have a chance to beat both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And, and he, he didn't did. do it. He didn't do it because he knew that he wouldn't have the financial backing to actually beat them. An independent not, cannot win a general election right now in this country's history at this point. They so. can't. They don't have the financial stability. Because people was, walk into the booth. It it's the right somebody, side or the left side. Right side or the left side. Right side or the left that side. that the elite chose. I they guarantee actually, you there's people who vote like, for people that like, don't even know like because the, of the right like side the or the left side. Well, like the talk of when Trump when they asked, kept asking Trump, if you don't get the nomination, will you run as an independent? He was fucking fully ready to run as an independent because he was one of the hand-picked elite. But they didn't need that. They got him through to the Republicans. They Trump's not a that. Republican. Trump's name in a day. Trump's, Trump is a whatever he needs. That's what I would call the capitalist. Trump is whatever he needs to be at the time that he's in. If he's, if he's around Democrats, then he's Democrat. If he's around Republicans, then he's a Republican. The guy, well, I hear in his own, in his own advisors, his white staffs, White House staff says, he changes his mind and flips on things left and right. One day he doesn't even know what he's talking about. He'll flip his mind on it and say, I'll do this. Well, that. yeah, because he's, that's the businessman mentality right there. Yeah, bankrupt a few casinos, you know how you're doing. That's good. And like I said, he made money on all those bankruptcies. So I'm sure the people who worked wanna, there didn't. You guys want to know about this whole like volcano thing? Yeah, yes. what's going on with the volcanoes? <laughs> yeah, no, because I, I wanted to, okay, like, you kind of... Because we, kind of, me and Frank you. had a long it discussion of, about Yellowstone, like, so I, this I should be cool. I kind picture it in my head when you were telling me, it was like, I was drawing a blank, because it was like, wait, wait a minute, she was saying volcano, and they're going to use chemicals, and they're I don't... They're going to make a volcano say, in the sky. I thought yeah, you were saying that sounds gonna use like the a, chemicals to like make the volcano. Erupt, volcano in the sky sounds like an eagle song. No, 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 it's not like that. But but yeah. let me just let me end the last discussion, okay? And I'm gonna t- take the last word on it. But this this guy, U.S. Congressman John K. Delaney from Maryland's sixth district, deserves a look, if nothing else. He deserves a look. Take and a I, look at John Delaney. I people. I Does he have a website. Seriously, think we need to just. At least give the opportunity for someone for someone to be heard. You know, don't don't skip to the end and be all pessimistic about it because okay. I can't handle that. Okay, so let me. This particular article is from Popular. I'm Science. sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm ha- jaded, Heather, but I've been in politics. Everyone is. You're right. I've, but I've, I've been, been it. I've actually, but... I've actually been in politics. Yeah, I know how it works. Yeah. So, like, I, so yeah. I know. No, I've been in politics a lot longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> We should Come have on, a whole episode dedicated to your your the end of your green. Come on, I'm trying to get it. I'm, I'm trying to get digging into Johnny D here. Give me a break. Okay, sorry, so Johnny, sorry. D. <laughs> Johnny D. Yeah, just just Google him. Read his campaign his campaign page. Um, okay, you did so not just give him a nickname. I was sitting here thinking Johnny D for a second. I, I was like it. Johnny D. I was like, are you Johnny D. About, I thought I thought you were talking about you got like to make a music song hey, or something. Vote for like, me. I'm Johnny D. Johnny D. I like. And I just realized like, oh, he gave him a nickname. John <laughs> K. Delaney, Johnny D. A.K.A. Bad enough. People don't know his yeah, name Johnny. already. You're gonna. See? 
Right. This little hits the streets, and it'll be all of a sudden, who's Johnny D? Oh, he's John Delaney. I gotta talk up, check up on this guy. Johnny D. Yeah, yeah but people, they ain't gonna care what the, the, the D stands for. They're gonna be like, oh, that's Johnny D. They're not gonna realize it's John Delaney. He can have his own backup band, Johnny D and the Delaney's. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Oh, wow. That's a good one. He should, he needs to get like something that rhymes with Delaney. Have some dark sunglasses and, and look, look here. See, that's a bad thing too. He don't the have Versace jacket. Come on. Let's go. Okay, Johnny. Let's, let's, let's go on. Let's <laughs> okay, popular science. Uh, this article. Oh, yeah, this article's from November 14th, 2017, but I read an article recently that, that mentioned this and that's why I know about it. Um, it says, should we try to, this is the actual headline, should we try to fix global warming with fake volcanic eruptions? TBD. Okay? And basically what it says is they would shoot, in order to do that, it's like scientifically feasible, is you would shoot, it's called solar geoengineering. Okay. And you would shoot sulfide dioxide. Into the sky, sulfur dioxide. Sulfur dioxide is a common occupant of the dramatic cloud that follows an earthly eruption. And when it gets into the atmosphere, it expands and it reacts with other chemicals uh, right. like water, and it forms right. aerosol particles which reflect sunlight. Right, that's basically what happens with nuclear winter and stuff like that. Right, or volcanoes. The, or, problem, yeah, the problem is that once it gets into the air and it's all these aerosol particles, it starts to converge into larger particles, and they don't quite know what would happen then. It probably would lose its effect at blocking the sun, and then you would have all this shit in the air. Hmm. So, Like, it couldn't compact to the po- point where it, like, became, like, rock-like and it started raining rocks on us and shit, would it? Well, no, but it would just, I mean, I don't think it's going to become a solid. I think it just is not going to stay an aerosol. It's not going to stay well, like I mean, a, ga- I mean, gas- a very dispersed hmm. cloud. It's going to start to consolidate into to more, well, ga- like, pollution, well, you know. Well, gas does form into into solid matter after so long. That's why I'm saying, like, it, it just... That's kind of. I, I, I don't know if that's a good. I don't know if that's a good um, solution to solve. I'm saying warming. I'm not sure this would work, but I'm sure Samuel Jackson has a part in this movie somewhere. <laughs> that's basically that's basically like giving us that's basically like giving us a volcanic or nuclear winter for a year or two. Right, and we don't. Even, it shouldn't be for a year. It needs to be for much longer, and that's the problem. It, it probably can't last for very long. Not long enough to make it worthwhile. Understandably, the well, base yeah, because, that's not a good idea. I mean, within right. just a within just a year outside of greenhouses, it would destroy our crops because they wouldn't get the sunlight they needed. I mean, yeah. we so, so this guy did um, a series of articles in the Journal of Geophysical Research Atmospheres. This was back in 2017, where he did a computer model that said exactly where they should inject the aerosol, what quantity, and then they, to reach a certain goal, like a cooling temperature goal. Like right? a certain spot on Earth, or like a certain like altitude. Yeah, where they need to, sh- right? Yeah. Where they need to shoot them, or whatever. Like where probably where the like where the, by like the North the Pole is, and shit. Oh, well, the sun's not really visible, <laughs> like New York City. <laughs> he says, says using the model, they found the worst case scenario. If we keep burning fossil fuels, business as usual, they could stabilize the world's temperature by injecting aerosols into the air at four points spaced along a given line of longitude around the world. An algorithm helped determine how how much sulfur dioxide should be injected each year. This is on an annual basis. 
at each of the points to maintain cooler temperatures and even out differences in cooling between the equator and the poles. The equator oh, tends to be faster. Yeah, this is yeah, a scientist. You've got to eat a lot of paper and crayons to get, get sell that to the base of Trump right now. Oh, Trump's base yeah. is going to eat a lot of crayons and a lot of charts for that. I'm sorry. I'm not sure. Trump don't believe in global warming, so he won't even entertain the idea. Yeah, but I feel like this is like the parachute solution. You know what I mean? Right. You're right. And that's... They actually went to... Oh, sorry. This line says, last week, scientists answered questions before Congress about the current state of geoengineering research. So Congress is aware of this particular line of research and thinking. And it's going to cost a lot of money. See, what's going to happen is, well, we're not going to be able to... cost us our whole planet. We're not going to be able to do anything. It's going to cost a lot of money to do this. We're not going to be able to do anything... We're not going to be able to do anything about global warming. It's going to happen. We're going to survive it as a species. We'll probably end up no, going underground right. or something. Okay. We're going to survive it. You watch Walking Dead too much. Okay, go ahead. Dude, we're, we, have survived, we have survived fucking ice ages and shit. We uh, can survive ask this. Ask dinosaurs how things go when a, a, a global event occurs. Um, that was the asteroid, dumbass. Yeah. The size of Mount Everest. We're not talking about global warming. We're talking about... Okay, we're, we'd be thinking the same thing right now if they're talking about an ice age coming. We survived the ice age just ten thousand years ago, and we—that was How, primitive man. Well, back then, that was primi- yeah, primitive man. Yeah, what do you? Where do you well, maybe, think? Maybe, maybe primitive man yeah. could survive the ice age because he didn't have too much to work with, with two <laughs> oh sticks and uh, rocks. We're at a point in our. We let's just branches become one big fucking mouth. And that's not the way it's supposed to work. The president should not be telling the uh, attorney general what to do. He should not be telling um, countries that I belong to the same relationship with, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't take you seriously. I, I take this guy Putin more seriously because I respect him. That's wrong. You just don't respect dictators and brush off allies. You don't do that. And you do not, do not. Don't call ex- Putin a dictator. He is a president for life. Okay, pardon me. <laughs> And then, now I thought, I was really, almost kind of rooting, and it was a sad thing to root for, and I didn't want to. I kind of rooted for Hurricane Florence to open up the eyes of the South to see what this man did. He diverted funds from FEMA to the defense budget of the military budget, and he's going to get lucky, I think, because it turned into Category 1 before it hit land, and it, it still stood around long enough to cause a lot of damage, yes. Did again, we not? Again, I feel, I feel for the people of North Carolina deeply, but I do not believe this president should ever have given himself an A-plus thumbs up before the hurricane even hit shore. That was wrong of him. He sent him $30 billion for the relief effort before the fact. I believe that President Trump did one thing right in Hurricane Florence. He finally listened to the people around him. That's the only thing I give him credit for. The man does not know how to run a country. He knows how to run businesses. Like I said, you said, he knows how to run a business. That's not how you run a country. Well, this is what people get who wanted a businessman to run a country. Yep, you get what you pay for, or you get what he pays for. Because I heard that from a lot of people before he even fucking decided to run. I've heard that for my, my whole life from people. We need a businessman to run yeah, this country. Well, we need a businessman. Well, Ross Perot was a businessman. Trump is not a businessman. Yes, he is. He, just because he's not the businessman that he's you He's an overrated reality TV star. He's an he overrated, overrated reality TV star who has so many skeletons in his closet, 
I don't know how the hell he even thought for a second he should run for president, but he got away with it. And we keep listening to all these skeletons, and we just keep saying, well, he's president now. What can we do about it? There's a lot we can do about it, folks. We can bring I know, the buck out. I mean, I've met, I've met a lot of business-type people, and I'm aware of the fact that a lot of them are sort of amoral in their attitude. Okay? I'm sure they all have prostitutes. But, they all pay for prostitutes, and they all have affairs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, I get that. I get that. It's part but, of the game, yeah. But this is like to say that that's – that he is the prototype or, or, or stereotype of a typical businessman at all, that he has any attributes of a businessman at all. Professionalism, no. No, he wrote a book saying how to live off debt. <laughs> this is our economy strategist, Frank. <laughs> he doesn't how, have he doesn't have proper how I make money by filing he bankruptcy. Value accurate information. He doesn't balance balance the cost of benefits. He doesn't reward his team. He doesn't support the overall organization. He has no empathy he for people. He does him. not, to me, represent anything that a good businessman would represent, even an amoral one. This, this, this misnomer. No, you don't become a this, you don't become a billionaire by being a bad businessman. That's all I'm saying. We already went over this. Just kick a few black people out of your building because you don't want to rent to them. <laughs> we already yeah. went over. This. Yeah, you're right. He's you got don't morals. become a billionaire. Yeah, you, yeah. Who cares about morals? You don't have, you don't, you're not supposed to have morals. You gotta crush people, people below you on the stepladder of success. J.P. Morgan himself said the best time to buy is when there's blood running in the streets. J.P. Morgan also said, or not J.P. Morgan, but the CEO of J.P. Morgan said he's smarter than Trump. A fifth grader smarter than Trump. They're not old enough to run for president. That's, I've said that's a great show on CBS. Are you smarter than Trump? Because it's a show where everybody wins. I, I think it's a great show. Are you smarter than Trump? <laughs> it's not even about that, okay? It's, he's blunders through the entire thing. It's not even Education the point. Of, the point is that, like that, that my, I told you, my parents <laughs> voted for him as well, and that was their reasoning was, well, we thought he was a businessman. I says, have you looked into any of his businesses? <laughs> and they hadn't. They, they had no clue what any of his business dealings were. They simply assumed because he was wealthy that he was successful. And that is that is completely not how it works, especially when you inherit the money, <laughs> yeah. you steal the money, you defraud the money. It's all it's all as bad as it is in it's bad. The, in his in, in the way that he does business. It is good business because it makes him a lot of money. No, the the one thing it's the man about, has. No. It's not mm-hmm. about business. Isn't about hey, let's go make that guy. No, it's about money. charisma. It's about fucking making yourself as much money as possible. That's no, why you about- see. That's why you see that's people like Jeff. The art of the deal. People like Jeff Bezos becoming the world's first trillionaire because it's all about greed and being the top fucking dog. No, it's about charisma and confidence, and he has those two in in big balls. Charisma and 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 confidence. You, you walk in, you're going to beat him before you, you see have, him. You, you walk in with a charisma. Just not, just not. He, he has no Look integrity. Look at his wife. He the guy no, has to have something. You don't have to have integrity in business. You do because people need to trust you. People need to believe that his, what you say is true. Look at his wife and he has a son. The guy's got to have some charisma. <laughs> He's got to have something. Look at his wife and see. Remember, they had a son together. That 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 Ew. requires some charisma. <laughs> Or a lot of my doll on her part. A I don't know. Sleeping pills. Well, whatever it is, whatever it is, it is what it is. He but does have that 
that that thing on a stand uh, in front of people where he can get them riled up, which is a talent, but it's not doesn't mean he's a good talent. It's the right thing, but he has that talent. He can get his base riled up on anything, and he's played the victim card right now with T. That's what he has. That's what he's going to keep using. Stop paying attention to. Stop paying attention to what the scandals are about. Stop paying attention to Russia. Start talking to him about policy. Start talking about things he doesn't know that well, and then you'll find out who real Donald Trump is. The bad thing about Donald Trump is he will spin it, spin any conversation can't to spin his intelligence. advantage. You can't spin intelligence. He has. They've done entire clip shows of him. All they ever do is talk to him about the scandals, about all the bad things, about Russia and witch hunting. You can say witch hunt. He's got all the key. Yeah, he's got like clip notes there. Witch hunt. Um, He he's good at it, man. I mean, sit him down. As much as we hate him, we got to give him some credit for being a Democrat. As shitty a person as he seems to be, the man is the president of the United States. If I'm a Democrat in the debate floor, I could could chew him up and spit him alive because I wouldn't say a damn thing about any scandals. Wouldn't say a damn thing about Russia. I start talking to him about policy. I knew that my vote wasn't going to. Count against I would the president's quote, I would race. Quote policies, I, was gonna, forms, I wasn't going to be policies, like you, I wasn't going to vote for somebody economy. that I had no faith in. And with so who did Clinton. you who did you vote for in the Jill general Stein. election? Then I voted for. I wrote in Bernie Sanders. Oh, you voted for you voted for Jill Stein. You voted for no, Bernie. I didn't vote for Jill Stein. You I voted for Bernie for Sanders. Party then. He has this like love hate with the Green Party, don't you, Frank? That's why you I hate, hate Bernie Sanders. I'm done with the Green Party. <laughs> You ran for the party seat. Yeah, and then I fucking got to see... Then I started seeing how shit was being run here in Michigan, and I just... I I didn't want any part. I've seen it too many times with the fucking Democrats and the Republicans where they just try to divide and conquer, and, and what's... At least with the Republicans and Democrats, at least they try to fucking grow their party. The Green Party don't even want to fucking do that. That's what I mean about they don't like making friends. They have no sense of compromise. I mean, not compromise of like, you know, we should compromise our values, but they don't see the value in, I guess, like alliances, even with people who have different views, that they could find some shared values with that they could potentially... You, I mean, and that was my point with, yeah, that's been my point. Actually, right, quite a few things with the right, I'll, I'll, give this, I'll give this as an example because this is a lot of the reason why I left the Green Party. My friend Aaron Fox, who I've been worked with in politics on campaigns and stuff for a long time now. He's the one who got me to join the Green Party, and he did a lot of work free, volunteer work for free because the Green Party don't have money to pay people. To try to get this party going and to try to get people... I was out there with them, knocking on fucking doors, door to door, knocking, asking people to join the Green Party and stuff. And he got noticed by people in National and he got put on the steering committee, which votes on the different shit that they... for elections and stuff. And... People here in the Michigan Green Party that think they're big and bad, and it's like, dude, you're in the fucking Green Party. When was the last time you won an election? Why don't you win some elections before you act like this? And they, because they seen that he was trying to grow the party and everything, they fucking pretty much blacklisted him. And, like, he's got a lawsuit against him right now for defamation and shit. I mean, it's, they're a fucking joke. 
They don't want to. They don't want to fucking grow. They want. They want a little club to themselves that they can feel at around election time. Oh, we're gonna run and we got our name on the ballot. Who cares if we win? Look, we can show this person. Look, I was on the ballot. I was running for that. They don't care about anything. They don't even care about getting the fifteen percent fucking the fifteen percent voting percentage that you need to stay on the belt to have belt access the green party is dying and it's sad because i was really hoping that it was gonna be the answer to the independent crisis but i should have known better i should have known that a party like that could not be the answer it's seriously like <laughs> no I, I understand I joined the Green Party for a short period of time and then I was just like mm. I mean I'll support them if I can but I'm not going to pledge allegiance to them the way that I think they want I pledge allegiance to the Green Party and all the environmental protection <laughs> well like I was I, one nation yeah, because, green forever yeah. I mean uh, I, I don't support the Democratic Party and but I, trust. I'm registered independent now and I just like I I ran for the Green Party Basically because they needed candidates. Like, I didn't have my heart in it. You, if you're going to run, you need to have your heart in it. Yeah, I've already decided that I'm never running for office. And I could see myself running for office, but I just got to... I, I got to see myself see, running from office. <laughs> I just, I got to yeah. see the people behind me that's helping actually care and want to grow and that's why i just i don't care what happens trump who cares a fuck what trump does it's all gonna be better in eight years yeah i try to look i like i try to look in the distant distant future and just be like how long can these people live right (laughs) i don't know at some point it'll change i mean i'm not saying it could be better or worse but you know yeah, yeah, most young people are actually uh, have better ideas. See, that's why. That's why there's. That's <laughs> yeah. why there's. That's Be why happy, there's you're so young. Many, You'll outlive well, that, this. <laughs> well, that's why there's so many old people that like run the world. That's why, like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, like Rockefeller died last year and he was like 98. Like, these guys, like they, like these guys, stay alive. Like they well, yeah. have, they have the belief that. If you let the if you let the young the young will eat the old. So to <laughs> them, to them, to, well, to them they stay alive to keep power as long no, they as they can. Some of them lived through the Great Depression, so they have a great concern about ever being poor again and scared shitless of it. Uh, Rothschilds lived the Great Depression. Rothschilds didn't have to like worry this. about the Great Depression. But they lived through like it. This, this they lived comfortably That's admirable that so did Warren Buffett and he's not trying to ruin the world, you know? It's like, I feel oh, like yeah. some oh, of them it becomes a mania, this greed, you know, to control things. Well, see, when you deal with families like the Rothschilds, they are the ones who started the banking industry in Europe back in the 1500s and they've perfected it to now to well, where they run the Federal Reserve. Yeah, I don't see them very much. They almost, almost seems like they have a secret society where they live separate from the rest of us completely. I mean, oh, yeah. What do you think I talk about when I talk I mean, about the Illuminati? I'm not saying now? that. I'm just saying 
they keep themselves to themselves quite well. Yeah, you don't you don't hear about the people that are really in charge. I talk about them because I know about them. I blabber. I should have. Some people who probably have done so probably don't know about no more because they don't exist anymore. But oh, there are plenty of people that died for things that I've said on these shows. I'm glad we don't got a big following yet because. That's why you haven't seen Gerardo Rivera going after the Illuminati. I got an interview here with the Illuminati. Straight direct. <laughs> and next on my show. Yes. It's, it's going to come up tomorrow. Be there. What happened to Gerardo? I, we don't know. <laughs> I think the reason we don't hear about them is because they are actually a part of, like, the high society, but that's not something that's on the news. You know what I mean? That's not something people are privy to. You know, the well, role they, of they, 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 the level they, of watching they, TV anyway. They, so they they know well, we're not talking about like some basically. crude ass Kardashian shit. I'm talking we're, about like right, they real just high society well, parties. Yeah, and stuff, yeah they, you know, they 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 pay off the, they pay off the fucking media to keep them out of. The- Oh, oh I'm yeah, sure they they're not invited. I'm sure party. they do some weird shit because they're rich. You've got a whole bunch well, of money. Well, see, that's, a, weird that's shit, the I'm thing sure. they do. Like, people like Rupert Mur- Murdoch and stuff, those type of people, they get invited to the parties. That's where they make those little backdoor deals about, hey. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. You know, like. And then Rupert Murdoch goes and he just says, you do this and you do this and hey, you go write that. Write cover stories for a bunch of shit. Yeah, you just can't walk up to a door and say, I'm here for the Rothschild orgy. Is it? <laughs> Here's a hundred dollars. Can no. I get in? No. That's rich people. Rich people are, are weird people. I can guarantee they you that. Are they very, are very, very. walking weird people. They are very. The, if, if there's anybody who go for a cult, rich people would that, do it. Yeah. They have some. They have some mansion parties that are pretty fucking disturbing. Yeah. But see, these are the people that um, that when um, the story that I told you about the book she wrote, these are the people that that you know they're they're have so much wealth and they're being driven. Essentially, they're being driven to fear democracy because democracy will will essentially require them to spread their wealth. I mean, it means taxes. It means equality. That that's being shown to them through other people like Soros and yeah, they're, um, they're not worried about various implanted tax, people. But no, but I think that's the, that's the high society that, that seems ridiculous. Like yeah. their kids get you know uh, exploited in the news quite a bit, but these people are are exactly the same ones that, like you said, back deals at high society parties and they they go on trips together and they know one another and. They're just so above it, and they're the ones that are manipulating things to, quote unquote, protect themselves from us. Right. Right. And that's that's become the new agenda of the conservative party, essentially. And I think now it's infected also the Democratic Party as well because it's all money. It's all money. You can you can you can put yourself in either position and essentially say, well, but I'm a humanitarian, so I'm going to support Democrats. But they all contribute. To, you know, there's many companies and corporations that these people are involved in that contribute to both. Right. They they donate to both parties. It's yeah. not it's not really well, a value they don't have decision. a moral compass. It's not a well, based well, it's, on it's, morals. It's no different, based on it's no different from the Rothschilds. When the Rothschilds have literally baked both sides of every war that we've had since like the 1500s in the world. Including the American Revolution and the Civil War and World War One and World War Two. Why do you think Switzerland's always Switzerland's always been 
a neutral country and even the Nazis left Switzerland alone because the Nazis had a lot of gold given to them and a lot of gold stored in Switzerland. We're talking about people that don't care. No, they don't have yeah. a, they don't have a moral compass. They're not worried about being taxed a little. With taxes like like Obama was talking about didn't scare them. They're worried about once you start down that path, we start losing our power. And then, yeah, suddenly, yeah, they get concerned because the taxes get a little higher, a little higher, a little higher. Oh, my God, I might have to give up that house in the Hamptons. That ain't going to happen because the disease, greed is a disease. Well, the people that we're talking about, Ken, don't have that problem. They have so much money that they don't have to worry about nothing the rest of them. Probably. Uh, I, but they, I, they could end up giving up their political power because if you allow the electorate to get enough enough wherewithal to vote against their contributions, then they lose their political power, right? Okay, so it's so all yeah, kind of tied together. Greed is a disease as much as power is a disease. And the power you have, you don't want to lose it at any cost. Right. right. If you're, well, if you're not allowed to make those types of, of contributions, either secretly or not secretly, if, it, if we adopted a more public solution to campaign finance, for instance, what does that mean for these people who are trying to be architects of future right they like you said they consider themselves like they're doing things for the benefit of society or for the benefit of their future you know family or whatever they literally consider themselves like almost like demigods you know but if you take away their ability to influence american politics through money what do they really have left nothing they're going to protect that at all costs power is the drug because if you have everything the only thing you really have to enjoy your your existence is power. That's everything to them, I think. Uh, and uh, if they, even if there's equally of a chance they could lose that power, they will fight to survive. They have plenty of money, as you said, Frank. They got money to burn. They have more money than we than we could. <laughs> so, well, see, that's the interesting thing about that concept, that book that I was that I'm sort of reading through is like the the idea that at this point in time that wealth or capitalism, I guess, as like their wealth being as a result of capitalism, could actually be in conflict with democracy. That That is new, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. We've always thought, well, capitalism and democracy, they go hand in hand. They help, right. you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. But at this point, they're coming into conflict because democracy is the idea that, you know, there's, there's equality, there are rules and... All kinds of things, you know. So their wealth is now co- is coming to conflict with that, and that that's what I think is changing the game. Is there? It could very, as you know. So what's the next step from there? Obviously, it turns into well, more of an oligarchy. But well, we're talking about the Rothschilds, so they're but they're not the only like ridiculously still, wealthy with, family. But they are, the, they think, the, but know? they are, but they are <laughs> the richest family in the history of the world. I mean, we're the, yeah, they say Jeff Bezos is the world's first trillionaire. The the Rothschilds have had an estimated family worth of like five hundred trillion dollars. It was like over a third of the world's whole GDP was run by this one family, and that's actually documented by the BBC, who did a document on the in, back in the nineties about them. Because they're they talking the because yeah, because they control all yeah. the banks in the world. And you don't. No, I mean, actual about. like actually the World Bank, like they're invested in the World Bank project, which was yeah. development projects that invested in countries and then right. got like ridiculous amounts of interest and then basically yeah. took all the natural resources. Yeah, they own the banks. They own everything. That's why Nathaniel Rothschild, the founder of the bank, 
who sent his five sons to the five corners of the of Europe to start the world to start the banks. He said, "Let me control the wealth of a nation. I don't care who writes his laws." Because he knew that's where the real fucking power was. Is this like a remnant of... It's it doesn't matter who's... so kidding. medieval, it's not even funny. It, it is. It is very medieval because it doesn't, it doesn't matter who... It doesn't really matter who the king is because the right. king can't do nothing if he doesn't have matter. money. Exactly. Yeah, I, I get it. It's very old school. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think America was, was essentially trying to combat that, which is the irony, right? And well, that's that's fair. That it was exactly. based on getting away from the monarchy that was controlled by wealthy and powerful. It was, and Andrew Jackson was one of the last presidents to actually kick the Rothschilds out of America and the banks, the big banks. And then after his presidency, they came worm their way right back in. But that's when the gold standard and everything started. But then, then we get to like the late 1800s, early 1900s when Woodrow Wilson came around and kind of made like a, he was kind of like the Obama of the day where he was like a one-term state senator and all, all of a sudden magically became president. And it was because the other two guys that were running were against the federal banking system and they found this guy Woodrow Wilson who would bring it. Things like Social Security and all stuff. I mean, his, stuff timing, was, his timing was essentially right, right? It, I mean, it was. Yeah, he was, the, he, was the right guy, he was the right guy at the right time to for them to exploit, for them to get control back over America. And then... <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Sorry, Ken's distracting me with his emojis. <laughs> I say, can we wrap this up about three o'clock? This is, I, I know. Exactly. You know I, I, we can I'll laugh it up. Stay up all night. No, 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 no. It wasn't you. I'm sorry. It's a good discussion. It's just, I mean, yes. Yeah. And we, I wish. I we're don't know why we have hours. a labor party. That's the thing. And and it's, I don't know. So history is quite interesting, but we should have a labor party, but we don't. We try. No, try to labor start one. labor parties don't usually turn out well. Me and Frank try to start one. American Workers Party. It did not work. No, and you got to remember the Nazis were the National Socialist Workers Party. <laughs> what was your What was your your Facebook page? You still have that page? Yeah, I get people that ask to join every day. So yeah. National American People's Party. Yeah, that's how I found him. Oh, short oh. note. That's how I found Frank Schumacher Jr. Found him on website, his Facebook page. I mean, let's revive that shit, National American. Could try. I've I've tried to talk to some powerful people about it, and they keep telling me that it sounds too much like national socialism and oh, blah, yeah. blah, blah, because of the national part. And it's like people will get behind that. You need some rebranding. No, I don't think so. I think people <laughs> will get behind that. you got to be – if you put national at the beginning of anything, you got to be National Voice of the Voiceless Party, yes. That, e. No. The Voice of the Voiceless Party. We can turn the network all the way into a party. We just gotta get support. Our slogan would be "Make your vote a voice." Yes, that would work. Oh. <laughs> Did you say vote a voice? I said "Make your voice a vote." <laughs> I, I don't do this. Uh, shit. I don't, do we hit all the? All right. Do we have all the talking points that you'd like to hit? I think we have. Yeah, we have. Uh, we're gonna plug a few shows that uh, aren't part. Our part of the network aren't part of the major part of the network, but still our part of the network. And Frank can start right. with that. Go. 
We got the Walking Dead series coming back on October. October. Well, the first show is October 8th, so we'd probably do the first show probably somewhere around October 10th. You you don't want to do a pre-show? You don't want to do a pre-show? We could do a pre-show. Do a pre-show? I think we could do a pre-show. We got a lot to talk about with this being Frank Grimes last season. Rick Grimes last season, I know. Yeah. So we have Frank, Rick. Get the two mixed up. All right, so and our, October seventh, so we could have the pre-show the Friday before on October fifth. Cool. And then oh, we yeah, could, and then we can do after show sometime the week after Monday through Thursday sometime. Are we still keeping our sports show up at all? I mean, we can. I know the Tigers are out. I, I feel bad for you. I really do. Yeah, the Cubs will be out before too long. So <laughs> don't worry about that. Yeah, that's looking pretty sure. How about this? Canelo, Alva- Canelo Alvarez beat Triple G. Unanimous decision. This is a great is, fight. Is that is that a sport? I don't know. What was it? Boxing. Oh, boxing or MMA? No, boxing. Okay. All right. And on <laughs> October 31st, I have decided that's going to be my premiere for Cummins Side Kim's Mind. Uh, October 31st, folks. Uh, and that should be interesting, folks. I think this is a good lots of fucking. There's lots of dirty things in there. No, no, no. <laughs> Straight <laughs> stuff, sure. Uh, intriguing ideas, yes. Lots of gimps. Lots of, uh... <laughs> <laughs> lots of things I didn't want to Straight say up. tonight <laughs> that I'm going to get to say, and it won't be political at all, by the way. It's not political at all, which makes it... Different from all the other shows on our network besides sports and Walking Dead. Yeah. So that's a wrap. I have. I think that I'm going to rebrand my interview process because it was going pretty good there with the Green Party, but I think I can get the Republican Democrat. Well, you still have a page on the website, so fill it up, please. Yeah, I probably should. Because <laughs> the Green Party candidates so ain't going to win shit, so might as well get some winners on there. Well, that's a good. That's a good uh, advertisement for your new spot. All right, I. And again, we have Heather Chase from Untriggered American, Ken Woodward from the Liberal Power Bar Hour, and me, Frank Foster Jr. from the Cult of Personality Podcast. And we are all coming from you to you from the Voice of the Voiceless Network. Everyone, have a good night. Thank you. Goodbye. I have a lot of editing to tomorrow, tomorrow. Thanks to you, Frank. You're welcome. You're okay. Thank you. <laughs> Good night, Heather. Good night, guys. Bye. Bye.